Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We've had 13 days of... uh, British Columbia slash Vancouver port strikes. And it's been confusing and hugely expensive to our national economy. Just quoting from a global news story in a development that may end the BC port strike, the International Longshore and Warehouse Union Canada said yesterday it will recommend members accept a deal with the employer. In a notice posted on its website, the union said there'll be a Stop work meeting Tuesday for the 8 a.m. shift. And uh, this is really well written. It goes on to say the latest development comes after a dizzying week in which the strike appeared to be over, then back on, then over again. Last week, the BCMEA and ILWU appeared to have reached settlement after a deal was proposed by a federal mediator temporarily halting strike action. But the union's contract caucus rejected the deal on Tuesday without presenting it to its members for a full vote. And by Wednesday, the workers were back on the picket line. The employer then filed a complaint with the Canada Industrial Relations Board, which ruled the job action was unlawful without proper notice, and federal labor minister Seamus O'Regan publicly called the action illegal. I'll tell you what, I was surprised at O'Regan doing that. Uh, the union subsequently issued a new 72-hour strike notice later on Wednesday before rescinding it hours later without explanation. Do you know what? If you need to have a few words or more than a few words to define the word mess, you just heard it. And it's a huge mess. And it impacts the national economy. It impacts each and every one of us. There's billions of dollars at stake here. And it particularly impacts, I think, the small business sector in this country. Now, remember, we did many interviews on the issue of uh, small business and its challenges. Dan Kelly, the president and CEO of the CFIB, Canadian Federation of Independent Business, during COVID, and so many small businesses across the country were struggling dramatically, many of them going under. I don't know how many have actually gone under, but there was great concern. Well, what about this situation? Jasme Gwinnett joins us, Vice President of National Affairs for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Jasme, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Great to have you with us. My pleasure. Did your head start to hurt when I was reading that? <laughs> well, it's like uh, being told a horror story again and again. Uh, but uh, hopefully the strike will be behind us uh, after the vote uh, on Tuesday, and we are going to see maybe uh, longshoremen and other port workers uh, working on clearing the backlog that is a a result of the strike. Would you just in a generic sense give us your view of what this has done already to the national economy— and then, what's it done to the small business community in Canada? 
Well, you know, it's uh, it's hundreds of millions of dollars every day that was not moved uh, through BC ports. Uh, for about two weeks, uh, cargo were not handled, and so businesses could not ship out uh, their uh, goods, their perishable goods, uh, any type of products that international clients bought. Uh, businesses could not receive anything that they needed to uh, get their operations going to fulfill their contract. And so it's it's millions, it's hundreds of millions of dollars that... Uh, that uh, every day, uh, that right? It, yeah. Every, every day. That, that the, every day. We can say it again and again. It's every day. It's at least $500 million of cargo handle uh, at the port of Vancouver. And so it's a lot of money that was not... Uh, in circulation in our economy. And for small businesses, the impact was uh, uh, was terrible for many of them. The impact was uh, along the lines of losing um, revenues because they could not get their invent- inventory uh, uh, in, uh, losing revenue because they could not ship their inventory, um, maybe losing... Uh, uh, um, uh, losing uh, uh, revenues, uh, losing sales. Um, you know, for example, a member in Ontario uh, told us that he was waiting for his back-to-school inventory uh, and was worried that he uh, was not going to be able to receive it on time so that the shelves could be uh, filled with uh, uh, what parents need uh, to uh, send their kids back to school. Another uh, businesses told us that they were waiting for a shipment of about 50,000 bottles to get their uh, uh, production of drinks uh, to the market. These are just two examples of the many, many that we receive. Construction businesses, manufacturing businesses, wholesale, retail, agriculture, name it, they were impacted by the strike. And I would imagine a small business community in this country has not recovered from COVID. No, you're right. Um, about 50% of small businesses in Canada are not back to normal sales. And so you have a situation where you had to deal with COVID for more than two years and the business restrictions and the lockdowns and everything else. Uh, businesses had to deal with rail blockades, two strikes at the port of Montreal, uh, rail strikes and work stoppage, and now the strike at BC ports hit them. And so it has been a rough couple of years. Uh, And remember that businesses uh, in Canada will be dealing with uh, months and months of backlog because of the strike at BC ports. And so these have been difficult times for small businesses. And the last thing that they needed was a strike at BC Port. Yeah. Uh, is it true, somebody said to us, um, I think it was a week ago or two weeks ago, that another strike may be in the offing in Montreal, Port of Montreal. Is that true? <laughs> uh, yeah. Some people are saying that uh, maybe um, this fall or next uh, winter, um, there could be uh, uh, another uh, work stoppage at the port of Montreal. And um, this is why we 
we need to learn our lesson. And, you know, when I say we, I'm talking about the government, really. Government need to learn the lesson here uh, during the BC port strikes and the, the, the two strikes that happened in Montreal not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. And, and, and pass legislation to make ports essential service. These are, the, all ports in Canada are critical infrastructure for businesses, for the supply chain, for consumers, for you and me, all of us. And so if we want to avoid another strike at the Port of Montreal, another strike at BC Ports, uh, an- another maybe a strike at the Port of Halifax, we need to make the ports essential service so that they have to maintain operation even when they are negotiating a new collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, but Jasmine, you and I both wear long pants, right? <laughs> right so, now I'm wearing so, shorts. Are you? <laughs> okay, well, I'm wearing long pants. And you own long pants, I'm sure. Yes. So what I'm getting at here, we know what the political reality is. We have a minority liberal government that is barely hanging on by the skin of its teeth to power. And the only reason they really can count on uh, taking initiatives is because they're supported by Mr. Singh and the NDP. And there's no way that Mr. Singh and the NDP would agree to have um, an essential, have the, uh, the ports declared an essential service because that flies in the face of NDP policy. You know, this is... This is just, I mean, we, we know that's the truth. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not revealing brand new information here, am I? Well, uh, so the current situation will not last uh, forever. So uh, maybe the next government will be, maybe the next government will be a majority one, whether it's the liberal or the conservative. And, and uh, maybe then it would be easier to adopt such a legislation But uh, having said that, um, I think it's time for um, all parties to look at the fact and uh, do something for the greater good and do something to support uh, Canadian small businesses. And one of the things that they can do is to ensure that goods can be delivered and received uh, throughout uh, um, negotiations between uh, unions and the employer, and that would be for the greater good of the country. Yeah, you're so, right. You're right. So, but it may not happen tomorrow. You're right. There might be some small politics at play, but uh, this is something that we're going to be pushing for uh, because it is the solution moving forward. If you want to hear more. Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.